strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and we are live with another episode of Strategy Talks. I am very excited to introduce you to my guests in just a moment. But before I do, I want to welcome everybody who's here live and those who are here. Uh, watching the replay. If you are watching the replay, make sure to put hashtag replay in the comments. If you're here live, of course, if you have questions for myself or my guests, please feel free to ask them during this broadcast. And last but not least, a special shout out to our podcast listeners. Thank you for being with us today. Um, before I bring on Amanda Robinson, um, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor, Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. Thank you so much to Social Insider for sponsoring this show week after week. If you want data, go to socialinsider.io. So without much further ado... Here is Amanda. How are you, Amanda? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much, Doreen, for having me on. Yes, absolutely. So um, we are going to talk about Facebook ads. And I'm just super excited. We're, we have only about 20 minutes, so we're going to dive right in. You and I were talking in the green room. So the first thing we are going to talk about um, is going to be the structure of ad campaigns. But before I do, let me just make sure people know who I'm talking to today. So Amanda Robinson is a digital gal. She is widely recognized in the digital marketing industry for her knowledge, training skills, and coaching as a Facebook ads expert with her Swift Kick in the Ads membership, her four-week Facebook ads training bootcamp, and for her creative chatbot skills. She is an author, international speaker, consultant, an educator who has taught thousands of business owners and entrepreneurs the foundational skills of Facebook ads. Amanda brings personality and passion to teaching others how to make Facebook ads work for them. And you make it fun. I do. It can be a little tough. Facebook ads can be a little bit uh, data, data heavy, but breaking it down into simple terms like I'm about to do with the ads structure helps business owners wrap their head around it, has that light bulb go on moment, makes it a lot easier to actually carry out your own Facebook ads. Yes. And it's very intimidating. As an organic specialist, I have <laughs> tried to stay away from it. Um, I just signed up for one of your courses because I need to know more in order to help my clients um, at least give them advice, right, on what they need to do. Um, I do outsource Facebook ads, but um, I need to know more as a business owner, even for my own ads. So let's talk about that structure, the ad campaign structure, Amanda, because what you were just telling me in the green room is super fascinating. All right. So when business owners are starting to do Facebook ads for themselves, you usually get caught up with the boost post button. There's nothing wrong with boosting a post. It creates uh, behind the scenes. It creates a campaign. It creates one ad set and it creates an ad. That's the structure that if you're hitting a boost post button, you're not seeing behind the scenes, but that's what's happening. When you want to make the best use of your budget, you need to start getting off that boost post 
a button and you need to get into ads manager creating ads. It can be a little bit intimidating because you need to, you need to make decisions at three different stages. There's the campaign, there's the ad set, and there's the ad. Well, to get more efficient, helping to understand what is happening at each of those stages will help you make better decisions as a business owner and use your budget more wisely. So here's how I like to break it down for businesses. Picture it like an organizational structure, like an organizational chart in a company. At the very top, we've got the CEO, and that's like your campaign. Uh, at the middle, we have our managers, that's like your ad sets. And then on the bottom level, you have your employees. That's like your ads. So when you think about it this way, the campaign, the CEO at the very top has to make the overarching business decisions on what direction are we all going? So when it comes to the campaign, are we trying to get clicks off of Facebook and onto your website? That's the direction you're going to go. Or are we trying to keep people on the platform and get them to engage with their posts or watch more videos? then that's a direction that we're going. So once the CEO, aka the campaign, once you make the decision at the campaign level of where are we going with this, then we roll the next decision down to the ad sets, aka the managers. Think of them like department managers. They can each be assigned their own budgets. They each have different tasks that they need to carry out. And in the course of an ad set, their job is to choose, okay, where are we going to place these ads? How much money are we going to spend on them? And who are we going to target those ads? So they have those decisions to make. So each department might be targeting somebody totally different. I mean, might be targeting my email list with one manager or AKA ad set. And on the other one, I might be targeting a cold audience of people based on geography. And then inside each of those departments, they have a whole bunch of employees, AKA the ads. So each of those employees, they're the ones that are out there interfacing with the public and actually carrying out the job. And some employees perform more strongly than others. So sometimes you need to give some a pink slip and let them go. And other ones, you need to give them more budget because they're doing so well. So when you're not breaking it down in that manner, when you, when you only have one CEO, one department manager, and one ad, there's no opportunity for one to outperform the other. You're stuck. So you might not be spending your money as efficiently as you could as if you had more employees doing the work for you and more department managers tackling different areas of the business. So that's that's the simple analogy at how I like to break it down to help you understand how by boosting a post, you're not wasting your money, but you could be doing a much more in-depth, better job by upgrading into Ads Manager. That is the best Ever. The best description ever. I have <laughs> been confused before and I have been in there as the CEO and the manager and the ad and running. And this was years, years ago. I know better. I know you knew, need to do A-B testing, but this is a great way to explain it. And again, if you're a business owner and you're watching this, even if you hire somebody to help you, right? A CEO, an ads manager, you still want to know. You're not ever going to just, if you're the CEO of your company, never have your finger on the pulse of anything. You need to know and understand what's happening. So even if somebody else is implementing or managing the managers, you still need to understand what's happening. This is fantastic. So that's a really great recap of how that works. So from that, we're going to slide right into the next thing that's completely intimidating, which is business suite. What's happening over there? Okay, business suite. And again, I'm like the queen of analogies here. So picture this. Imagine that Facebook has an old house that is that is aging and it needs a lot of work. And it's just not working for it. We've outgrown it. 
we need, now need to build a whole new palace and then we need to slowly move all the contents of the old one into the new palace that is bigger, shinier and everything, the rooms flow better, everything works better. So that's essentially, think of it this way, Facebook and Instagram as a business owner, you used to have to manage them completely separately. You used yeah. to have to log into Facebook, deal with it there, log into Instagram, deal with it there. And you used to have to use a lot of third-party tools for social scheduling, for posting uh, well now and reporting. So now what uh, Meta has done is they've created Business Suite. And this is an umbrella that is housing all of your business tools, all of your business assets, and um, all the information from both platforms. So as a business owner, you can just log into one spot and you can see how well your Facebook and Instagram are both performing performing. You can see the performance of your ads. You can schedule posts. You have a post planner, like a content calendar that you can schedule things out with. You have all of your billing tools, all of your lead tools. Everything is housed under this one roof. But it's slowly, again, Meta is renovating. So piece by piece, we are slowly moving things from the old house into the new palace. And it's taking time. And there are some growing pains and bumps along the way. So as a business owner, yes, Business Suite is now extraordinarily powerful. It is a great tool that if you um, if you were ever scared of business manager in the past, um, now Business Suite is replacing that it's so much easier to use and the, the tools inside of it are extraordinarily useful for businesses. So I highly encourage you, if you haven't already, go play around inside Business Suite. You can get there by going to business.facebook.com or navigating through any of the, the Business Suite buttons and widgets all throughout Facebook. That's awesome. That's really, that's a, a, again, um, you know, there's all these different things that we have called it before, like you know, business manager, and then there's page manager. And so there's, it's very confusing what it is, but understanding that it's a bigger house, like a castle, um, and that houses everything that makes a lot of sense, which moves us right into the third thing we're going to talk about, which is so important, security. Yes. And I can tell you, and if you're watching this, this might have happened to you about once a month, sometimes more often, I get a random text that gives me a code and says, log into your Facebook, here's your code or something to, it just happened to me the other day. I am not trying to log into Facebook. Somebody's trying to hack and they are trying to get into my account, but I have, what I have set up is two factor authentication. And yes. Amanda is going to explain to us what it is, what, it, what we need and what else we need to keep our accounts secure. So Meta is cracking down on account security in a very big way. So imagine you're building that whole brand new palace. You're going to want to put a good little security system on it, right? Especially with the amount of advertising power that people have. And what a lot of uh, business owners might not realize is that your personal account is connected to your business. And some of us, like myself, I'm connected to tons of businesses. And technically, that means I'm connected to tons of credit cards, which means I'm connected to hundreds of thousands of dollars in potential ad spend if somebody were to breach my account. So think of it this way, we're cracking down on account security, it is ultra important. There are three different ways that you could run into getting restricted when it comes to using Facebook for business. Number one is you could have your ad account restricted, meaning you can't spend any more money on that ad account, you can't use the ad account, it's been shut down. Number two is you could have your entire business account shut down. That means all of your assets, your pages, your Instagram, your, um, your pixel, your catalogs, everything all get locked. It all gets locked down inside that business account. And there's nothing you can do about it. And that includes your ad account. 
Uh, and then the third way is you as an individual can get restricted as an advertiser, meaning you can't advertise on the platform at all. So it doesn't matter if you get added to a new page, added to a new ad account, you can't because you as yourself logging into Facebook gets restricted. So those are three different layers of how you may get restricted or restrictions you may run into. And a very simple fix to prevent all of this set up two-factor authentication on your own personal profile. And I know it seems so no-brainer and a lot of people hate the hassle of it. The time is now. You can't avoid it anymore. If you're going to avoid it, I guarantee you, you are going to run into one of those three things eventually. So, and then the other little tip I have on that is um, a lot of people use their cell phone for two-factor authentication where you get a text message sent to your phone and then you enter that code in after you log in and you're, you're in. There is still a huge amount of risk that we're starting to see, especially with Instagram, with um, people being able to still breach your account if you use a cell phone for 2FA, two-factor authentication. So instead, I like to use an authenticator app. I personally use one called Authy. Um, some people use Google, Google Authenticate. And all it does is instead of having to get a code to my text message, I log in to... I know the, the podcast yeah. listeners can't see it, but uh, I just log into an app and I have a code that uh, changes every 30 seconds in there. And that's more secure for me because I change my phone number quite often with all my traveling and different, um, yeah, all my road tripping and traveling. I like to change my phones often and I just change it whatever state I'm in at the time. <laughs> so right. I just went from a North Carolina number over to a California number uh, and I'm sitting in Canada currently. So the Authenticator app is a lot more secure. It's the way I prefer to go. But yeah, it, at, the, at the end of the day, I don't care what you use for 2FA, just turn it on and prevent these problems before they start. All right. And I want to add something to that because this has happened to an account that I was part of. Um, when you are running ads or when you are in, you give other people access to your accounts, make sure that everybody turns on 2FA. Because <laughs> we, I have worked with large corporations that had an owner and a whole management team and all these different people who had access somewhere, either through Instagram or through, but inside that castle, they're connected. And somebody did not, even though we were told everybody needs to turn it on, someone didn't turn it on and they weren't taken off because they were the owner. And so the owner didn't do it. Everybody else was like, if you don't do it, you don't get in. And so it's very important because the account got hacked and got restricted. So I, I would not be surprised if a day comes very shortly where you will not be allowed access to any business tools if you don't have 2FA on. It's not currently the case. Um, they mm -hmm. strongly urge it. They strongly right. recommend it. But and, and I personally, because I touch so many accounts, I recently got restricted <laughs> I recently got restricted because I'm traveling too much. So mm. Facebook couldn't verify my location. And so therefore they restricted me from being able to post on any of the pages that I manage until they could verify my location by turning on location services on my cell phone. And, and it had to match the home location that I, um, that I have on my personal profile. Well, guess what? That home location is in Victoria, British Columbia. I was in the States at the time after just getting, getting back from Bahamas after being in Ontario, like I, I do. I travel. I, I move around a lot. Yes. I'm in any one place for a two week span of time for them to verify 
that I, that I am who I am. So luckily I did have a Facebook rep who was able to help me get that resolved, but it's, they're taking account security very seriously and you can avoid hours and hours of time wasted in trying to get it resolved and going through Facebook support. If you simply just turn to FA on. Well, not only that, there's people who can't get things back. And I hear that as a community manager for a Facebook um, community uh, where there's a lot of social media professionals in, it is a daily question. My client got restricted. My ad account got restricted. I have no more access. I'm a social media manager. I'm a business owner. Uh, They can't get it back. It will take weeks or months. And sometimes the decision's final. So if this one tip can prevent all of that, why are you not doing that? Listen to Amanda, guys. Turn on 2FA. If you don't know how to do it, we're going to connect you with Amanda right at the end of the show. So the last thing we're going to talk about, Amanda, we're going to do this kind of quick, is ads targeting. There's some changes that happened in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what's happening with that, with our t- ad targeting? All right. So ads targeting, we have kind of two things going on. Number one, the iOS 14 update that happened last year uh, with Apple kind of pulling the data away from Facebook and not sharing it, meaning we are losing a lot of visibility to what's happening on our websites. So we can't necessarily retarget our website visitors as accurately as we used to. And we can't necessarily track results of purchases on our site, website signups, all those wonderful things that we could track in the past, you know, when create our funnels off of and all of our retargeting it's gotten a little more difficult. So um, from a targeting perspective, Facebook is really encouraging us to go broad. And and I'm noticing it in the re- reporting and results as well. If I try to go too narrow, my ad costs are rising. When I break it out and go more broad, I'm having better results now. The other part of that, the second part of targeting that they changed this year is back in March, they stripped out tons of the detailed targeting options that we used to be able to target. So when you go into Facebook and you want to choose targeting people based on behaviors or interests or job titles, any of those things, we used to have so much more behind the scenes that we could target. Um, A lot of those are now gone. So some of you might have ads that you've run in the past that worked really well for you. And then you show up today to try and use the exact same audience and it no longer works for you because you might have some of those targeting options that have been removed. So the way around that, just pay attention to audiences you've used in the past. If you're jumping back in, just trying to recreate what you did, you're probably going to have to recreate a lot of your audience targeting from scratch and uh, just go broad, go broad, start broad. Now try not to drill down too, um, too narrow, start broad and then work it in from there. And that is a much different tactic and approach and strategy than we would have, we would have had last year or in the last five years. So just keep that in mind as you're going forward with ads this year. So do you, because of that, and this is a, a different type of question, but because of that, do you see um, business owners spending less money or more money? Does it take longer to see results? What is, what is the result of this um, wider targeting? If you're trying to go after conversions on your website, this is probably going to cost you a lot more money. If you're trying to reach a cold audience of people who don't know you, this probably isn't going to impact you as much. The strategy I'd recommend is focusing more on what I call first party data. Well, not what I call it. It's first party data. (laughs) What happens on the platform, not trying to send people off the platform. So our strategies are changing. We're keeping people on the platform longer. And that's in the form of getting them to watch videos on the platform, getting them to like, click, comment, share engage on the platform and keep or using lead forms or 
sending messages. Those all take place on the platform and it's cheaper to reach people. It's cheaper to get people to engage in that manner versus sending them off the platform. So it, back in the past, if you're doing conversion ads as a small business, you might have had success with that. It's getting a little more difficult now. So I'd suggest to focus a little bit more on the activities and ad campaigns that are happening on the platform. So that's that's really good information. So if you're thinking about um, running ads, you have a campaign coming up, maybe holiday 2022 campaign, um, you know, re revisit this talk when you're ready to put Facebook ads out, connect with Amanda, because it takes a new strategy. And that's really what it is, right? If, if the tools have changed, if the tactics have changed, if the results are changing because of somebody else's input, um, then strategy has to change. So exactly. that makes a lot of sense. Amanda, how can people find you and where can they connect with you on social? So the best place to connect with me on social is definitely Facebook. And I do respond to my DMs via The Digital Gal. So you can go to facebook.com slash The Digital Gal. Best place to find me. If you want to check out my site, thedigitalgal.com. And if you want to sign up for Swift Kick in the Ads, to learn Facebook ads for yourself and join me on twice a week office hours on Zoom to get your questions answered and get help untangling, um, you know, any hurdles that you run into, you're going to want to go over to swiftkickintheads.com. It's awesome. And yes, it's a wonderful community and I would highly recommend it. So um, Amanda, thank you so much for being with us um, today. I want to do one more shout out to Social Insider. Thank you so much for being our sponsor week after week. If you need data on your competitors, if you want to know how um, your social media is performing compared to industry, um, definitely check out um, socialinsider.io. Amanda, I will see you really soon, hopefully at one of these events that we're both going to and speaking at and traveling. Um, enjoy your summer. Thank you so much, everybody, for being here. And um, I will see you all back next week. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.